Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Chris, you and I were two of the folks that went out to watch Nobody's Sentencing yesterday morning. Was it yesterday morning? Two days ago. Two days ago. Uh, was it two days ago? It was no, Thursday. Was, yes. was it, it was yesterday. Was it Friday? No, no, it was yes, Friday. It was yesterday. yesterday was Thursday. Yeah, yeah so, it was Thursday. So we went yesterday morning to the uh, federal court church in Concord, New Hampshire, and watched the uh, the first sentencing in the Crypto Six case. Uh, for listeners that don't know, our studio was raided at six in the morning on March sixteenth, I think it was, twenty twenty one, and you know, cold in New Hampshire at that time, ten degrees outside, I think is uh, is what it was. <laughs> no I, knock raid. I, I still think it was colder than that. Way colder. Okay. Well, no knock <laughs> raid, uh, and you know, they smashed in windows of the the studio here. They smashed in the side window by the front door. They flew in drones. They had upwards of fifty armed uh, agents that were surrounding the house. Flashbang was 56 used. Six agents uh, was in one of the, their documents. Wow. The FBI. That, that was just FBI agents, not even not even other law enforcement that was surrounding the house as well. Flashbang was used. A smoke grenade, at least one, probably more than one. Uh, and then some video came out uh, just recently, within the last several, uh, several weeks, which was posted to the Free Keen. Uh, channel on odyssey you can go to video.freekeen.com you can see that there um is that up on the crypto it, it 6 is site? it's on the crypto six website okay now too. good to know the crypto six.com you can see some video from the night of that you uh you recorded chris because you showed up the idea that they were pitching to you was hey you take this plea and you probably will get time served basically mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, the downside is you're now a federal felon for life, which you were just a state level mm-hmm. felon previously for selling cannabis. State yeah. felonies can be nullified or uh, annulled, mm-hmm. but not federal ones. So well, federal felonies can be seceded from. This is true. <laughs> Where? This is true. Right. That's, that's good. That that's is good. the only way out. Yes. Uh, yeah, check out nhexit.us yeah. for more information on that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, very, very important. Very important. So this was uh, the week. So again, you made that decision back in April, and uh, and so th- so they dropped it down to just one charge of quote unquote wire fraud, which you referred to later as contempt of bank, yeah. because there wasn't actually a victim of this wire fraud. They're claiming the banks are the victims, which which even during one of the hearings, the uh, the prosecutor admitted that there there was no financial loss to the the, the so called yeah. victim. I I think it was the probation officer in the sentencing report who uh hmm. or at least he's one of the people the prosecutor who, in who said the case no... during the oh, really? uh motion to... yeah didn't sisty ask her at one point and she had to admit it? yes she I did think. uh mm-hmm. that was the motion to uh change the sense uh no change the what was it the the plea they're gonna make you pay nobody they stole a bunch of stuff when they raided uh our houses mm-hmm. in march of uh, 2021 including a lot of gold and silver including gold backs uh, mm-hmm. from your house they took all all the stuff like that from this side of the house and we're in a duplex and they took it from your side as well and part of the plea arrangement was that you will have to forfeit those items along with what was it ten thousand dollars worth of cryptocurrency or something um yeah so basically my my net worth yesterday was uh was fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and now the federal government is going to steal twelve of it. Yeah, so, you, uh, you really have to wonder about these, you know, government goons because you know they're going after somebody with fifteen grand in the in 
they spent millions in by the way in this right. investigation they're, they're spending millions of dollars going after people with 15 grand is this really a good use of your tax dollars that they well, also the stole the thing is it's not their money that's right they don't care it's just like you know that's why it makes sense for you know by uh hunter biden to take a hundred million from the ukrainians and his father to pump a hundred billion back into the ukraine mm-hmm. that's a thousand to one <laughs> profit margin but it doesn't matter to the to the bidens because they get to steal all they want from us yeah my favorite arrest is I got arrested for being a felon in possession of a garden tool because mm-hmm. I had oh, yeah, a I uh, machete in my trunk. So they go through the whole trial. Um, and were you actually uh, tried I mean, on not that? not through the trial, but we go up to to the day of trial. Yeah, and they're insisting they're going to push this thing. They're going to push this thing. Day of trial, they drop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's been then <laughs> then that's not the end of the story. Then they come back. They get an indictment on the same damn charge. Arrest double me jeopardy. As I'm going into the, uh, well, no, because Jeopardy doesn't attach until the first witness uh, starts giving oh testimony. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I was just about but to say that. The, uh, um, so then they arrest me on a Friday as I'm going into court, actually, to change my name to nobody, drag me back to uh, to Manchester, um, did you to sir, hold me in jail for two days? Was that twice they held you in jail? I'm going to tell the story here. Don't Sorry. worry. Um, <laughs> hold me in jail for two days. Um, get indictment. So I get back with my lawyer and do all this thing. And when it gets to the day of trial, they drop it again <laughs> because these scumbags know they don't have a leg to stand on. They never did. So that was twice that you ended up in yeah, a cage. Two false arrests. Wow. And no and compensation. The, the, the people who did that should be in prison. If you were to look at the wire fraud charge, now, nobody, you had to agree that you were guilty of this in order for them to accept mm-hmm. your plea. And, you know, there was, it was an interesting hearing. And again, there's no video because it's federal court. I wish there was because it would be really educational and people could learn stuff from watching these these trials. Uh, but the judge basically put you on the spot and had you confirm that you really are guilty of uh, the so-called wire fraud charge. <laughs> and you weren't mm. being coerced. <laughs> and that, yeah, that you weren't under threat. <laughs> that was the humorous part at the at the motion to change, you know, the um, plea deal. That was that was the humorous part. Yeah, I think and I your said response, something about that. Your too. response well, yeah, I am was under hilarious because you could not say uh that you that you weren't being coerced <laughs> so you had to say something like well you know outside of what you mean or something you know <laughs> by coercion <Yeah. laughs> because uh, the government doesn't consider it the threat of, of prosecution right right um, yeah. and you did say that right yeah. <laughs> and uh and he didn't cancel the plea deal hearing after the that. the judge did like you could see the expression on his face he was thinking about that for a moment and he was like yeah okay i know exactly what he means and because it wasn't uh it wasn't just a simple uh no to the answer to the question right based on my research into wire fraud cases they're saying that it, even if you don't tell the whole truth they consider it fraud 
So if they ask you, what's this wire transfer for, sir? And you don't tell them exactly what it so is for. When, when they ask me and I say it's for business, that's fraud? They could charge you with that. That's yeah, I insane. Think so. I think so. That's insane. I, I don't think that. I don't. I don't. I think they would have a very hard time prosecuting that particular. Well, that's the thing. We think they're uh, going to have a hard state. time prosecuting this as well because the the wire fraud allegations in this case are about that ridiculous. Like they're about that level oh, yeah. of of absurd. And yeah. so, you know, another question that we haven't really found out yet, but it's likely. That there's never been a case like this before where, like, normally wire fraud's brought oh, yeah. when somebody tries to defraud some person out of their bank account or or some other kind of money or, well, or property or whatever. They keep alluding to, you know, these these victims that aren't even, you know, they're effectively saying the, the, the banks are the victims, but then they allude to these other victims that have nothing to do with the Crypto 6. That's, that's the other thing that's just that You're talking about people that got ripped off by online scammers and... And then ultimately bought some Bitcoin. Right, but it has nothing to do with the crypto sex. Basically, the regulatory agencies are saying, we want to regulate Bitcoin. And so FinCEN, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, and we're seeing it with SEC with the library case as well, which oh, yeah. you attended last week, didn't I you? I did attend that. Did, we didn't talk about that at all. Did I we not talk about that? I don't think we did. Well, let's get to that coming, okay, up here, yeah. coming up here in a bit. Um, but uh, in that case, that's a civil case. There's no criminal charges at this time. I think they can bring criminal charges. So you were actually right, and I asked Jeremy about this, and he said that you were what you said. There's basically there's only uh, it's only a civil case, and it's only against library. He not is not personally, personally right. um, uh, liable or charged either civilly right. or criminally. So which which is the opposite of what I thought. I thought both library and Jeremy were charged criminally. No, and not yet. I thought I think I was thinking civilly for for library as well or something like that. But no, it's just a civil case in the case of library. In our case, uh, Ari and I are facing uh, combined hundreds of years in prison if all of us were you know sentenced to the maximum. Which, to be fair, even if we were found guilty, we probably won't be getting maximum sentences. But that's how serious these things are. This one wire fraud charge that you just got sentenced on, nobody has a maximum of thirty years in prison. That's crazy. And it's only 20 if it's not involving a financial institution. But if the, the quote-unquote quote wire fraud involves a financial institution, it instantly goes up to 30 years. We didn't build Bitcoin for them. We built it so that we could trade outside of their crippled, impoverishing market, you know, so that we could have a way where we would actually have opportunities mm-hmm. because all of the opportunities have been taken away in the outside market. It's not capitalism because in capitalism, everybody's free to trade. It's cronyism. And in their system, only a few people get to trade and the rest of us are are their property. The way you worded it at the sentencing hearing, I thought was perfect, actually. Um it, you you uh, you explained that your ordinary individual is not allowed to invest without 
permission effectively. And yeah. there's literally uh, a requirement. You have to have like a million dollars. You have basically. to be yeah. a, a thing called a qualified investor. Accredited, I think. Uh, or accredited, accredited yeah. of investor. Yeah. Can you yeah, explain that to us Another a bit. term. But basically, you have to prove that you have like a million dollars in assets. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all these opportunities open, open up. up to you yep. that the peasants aren't allowed to access. That's right. And that crypto changes that. Really quick, I wanted to say congratulations to avoiding jail time and best of luck to Ian and Aria on their on their case. Um, I think it's more accurate to say congratulations on avoiding more jail time. Yeah, so, I was thinking the same yeah, thing. I didn't avoid all of it. <laughs> Technically, he was sentenced to what they call time served, which was nearly six months. Which is uh, behind kind bars. of humorous considering that the judge says it was illegal. <laughs> he said that, but he also yep. defended the uh, magistrate who sentenced nobody. Or, he or did, who but he also admitted that it was illegal. He yeah, was illegally detained. Yeah. All right, so my, what, my what, one, what was uh, on oh, your mind? My one concern is that now that now that you have like a felony on your record, it'll be easier for them to cause more trouble. The feds to come and make more trouble later and say, "Look, this guy's a felon. They He's can do so that. Dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and they did that this time because I already had a felony for selling weed. I, I'm a bad man <laughs> <laughs> who's never harmed uh, another person. Yeah. But uh, I, but I've engaged in voluntary transactions that arbitrary." people who weren't minding their own damn business didn't like oh yeah it's worth pointing out right now the very same federal government gang is offering to trade an an alleged arms dealer a russian arms dealer for a wmba uh player who the russians caught with cannabis oil you guys are really good about bringing attention to ross ulbrich's case but there's somebody I really wish you guys would cover, and that is Native American activist Leonard Peltier. He's, a, I believe, Lakota Sioux Indian. Um, he was accused of shooting an FBI agent, but the whole trial was a complete travesty. They had inconsistencies all over the place. There were recanted witness statements. There were statements who were coerced into testifying. Uh, there were discrepancies in material evidence. So it's just it's just a complete S show, if you know what I mean. And yeah, I've heard um, the name associated with. Yeah, uh, wasn't I don't he a libertarian? Know anything about the story? It's was always it, a tra- wasn't travesty. Wasn't he a libertarian or something? Was he? he, he was, or are he you actually, thinking of Russell Means? No, I'm, I know the, okay. I know the difference. Oh, he he actually ran as vice president on the Peace and Freedom Party ticket. Hmm. I think a couple of years ago, but he had to drop out for health reasons. He's seventy-seven. He's been in oh, a wow. lockup since he was thirty. And they're still holding this wow. elderly man in for a crime he probably didn't commit. In fact, the two people, the two other people that they accused of shooting the FBI agents, um, they were acquitted and uh, for self-defense. But wow. for some reason, he was tried separately, and they gave him two life sentences. She had evidently been over there about six months playing on some Russian league and was coming home to start her season here. And... Uh, my question is... I think you have it backwards, uh, so I did look it up, Major. We'll get to your question here in a moment, but just to, to clarify, at least according to the Reuters report on this, uh, she was on her way to join her Russian team. So she had been to Russia previously, but in this case, she had spent time at home in the United States. 
So that was how uh, that was how it was that she easily had access to uh, the cannabis oil to on her according to her oopsie mistakenly put it in her bag. She later claimed that she was confused. Uh, recovering from COVID, the stress of packing, making sure I had my COVID tests, jet lag. She said, if I had to speculate, if I had to guess on how they ended up in my bags, I was in a rush. And so she's claiming she had no intention to violate the Russian laws, but usually that doesn't matter whether or not you intended uh, to violate the law. It's Once amazing the how tyrant they... has an excuse. The tyrant has an it's, excuse. Yeah. It's amazing, uh, you know, how often they exclude intent from the law. Yeah. Yep. So there's, there's usually there's supposed to be an element uh, like I forgot what the mens rea. Yeah, exactly. The criminal intent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like supposed yeah, to be part of the mind. law, but so often it's not. Regarding this Brittany Grenier person, uh, I saw the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire account on Twitter made an interesting post yesterday. Apparently, this person, this Brittany Grenier, is now featured on the cover of Time magazine. Are you with, serious? With the, get this headline. Brittany Grinier and the fight for freedom. See, this, this, there's a lesson to be learned here. If you're going to get arrested for drugs, do it in another country because then somebody will give a damn. Mm-hmm. But if you get arrested here for drugs, nobody cares. You're just a statistic. Yeah. The tyrants are just as bad. Yeah. Uh, their their quote here is portraying Grenier as a freedom fighter is so wild. She's in jail for the same thing. Hundreds of thousands of Americans are in jail for. And here's the thing: she's not a freedom fighter. She's, she's not a basketball player. Well, she, and she's. I mean, if she were to say, "Yeah, I smoke weed." What about it? You know, go ahead. Let's have this trial. I'm not going to, you know, not pleading guilty. But no, she's got her tail between her legs saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I just made an innocent mistake. This was a total miss, you know, oh, whoopsie. And uh, and you're not even saying you're not saying she should be in prison. You're simply saying that she's not a freedom fighter. No, she's not. She's just a coward. And and if the United States government wanted to have a modicum of of credibility, it would cut loose every right. single drug yep. prisoner in America Absolutely. before it worried about the people who were, I mean, worry about the people that you're oppressing. We're talking a little bit about the federal government gang and how they've been just trying to shoehorn cryptocurrency under regulations that in many cases have been around for multiple decades that had no intention to regulate cryptocurrency because, well, it didn't exist at the time of those regulatory uh, creations. But that doesn't stop the agencies from continually to uh, continuing to expand their uh, interpretation of what the code says and ultimately they get away with it until somebody challenges them until somebody says no i'm not going to just take a guilty plea no i'm not going to just agree with your interpretation that's what's happening in the library case where library which is a media sharing protocol that's a blockchain oriented system that we've been using for years here on free talk live you can follow our channel on their odyssey platform over at video.freetalklive.com where we stream live there uh, every single night but library is the protocol that is the sort of the basis for that that platform and it's a really cool thing and you ought to check it out in fact if you want to really help the network out you should get the library desktop software and you can actually run a node and and help support every video that you watch you ultimately seed those videos kind of like torrents but with essentially a a blockchain-based directory if you ask that's kind of one of the key differences between torrents and library 
the SEC is basically saying to library, your token, the library credits, as they're called, LBC, which is what essentially is the fuel for the system, meaning that whenever you, uh, if you have a library account, you want to post a video or post a, because you don't have to just use it for a video. You can put audio up there. You can put a PDF up there if you want to, uh, whatever media you want to post. You have to pay a very, very small, like a fraction of a, of a library credit in order to post the thing you want to post because you're interacting with a blockchain. You're putting information on a blockchain, and there's yeah. always some sort of small fee uh, in order to do that. So it's essentially the gas that makes the system run. If you don't have library credits, you can't post anything, and it's easy to get them. I think they give you some for free when you, you sign up for the site or whatever. But the SEC is claiming the library credits are what they call a security. What the SEC is claiming is a security... And even though it has none of the characteristics of a security. Well, what is a security? Um, we looked up the characteristics yeah. um, one night, and I, I, I can't quote them off the top of my head. I never head. can I'd either. Like to, uh, yeah, and, it, and it's kind of bizarre because they were saying effectively because it goes up in value, it's it's a security. Uh, but that's, that's, right. that's not necessarily the case because you can have other assets that go up in value but aren't securities. Yeah, commodities. For right. Is your house <laughs> a security? Exactly. Um, and that's basically what they're uh, – and that's sort of what they're arguing is it's, it's a commodity, not a security. They agree that – on the facts of the case. Mm-hmm. So they're stipulating. Right. As they call it. So it will never see a, a jury, basically. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know why that. Well, I guess I guess the explanation is you don't get to have a jury uh, unless there are disagreements over the facts of a case. So that means it's going to ultimately, if it goes to trial, it's going to be heard by a judge because mm-hmm. a judge gets to decide the law effectively. Right. When there is a dispute over what the law is or means. So note that this is civil in criminal court. You can have a jury trial even if you stipulate the fact. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. okay. So that's a bit I did, I did. I did not know. For, for the weed because I, I stipulated everything and went for jury nullification. Didn't win. But. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I wonder if there's any difference between federal and state. Because um, there could be. Well, the right to a jury trial is supposedly enshrined in the federal constitution, but they don't pay any attention to that. They're, they're not supposed <laughs> right, to be able so. to take more than twenty dollars from you without, um, without a without a jury. Yep, that's right. The seventh okay. or eighth amendment. It's in there. Yeah, okay, that, yeah. su- that suits in common suits at common laws. I understood the language a little bit, enough to follow it. And when you say the language, you're a programmer. You're talking about financial language? Yes, okay. the financial language. The language of yeah. securities? Yeah. Okay. And, I'm, of course, the legalese. I am yeah. not – I will not say that I have any way an expert on this, okay? Um, however, I've at least read a lot of financial legalese in terms of court documents and things like that because of crypto and, you know, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, IRS and, you know, just different, different pieces of, um, you know – Mm, I like, for example, there was the I'm trying to think of I think it was was it the IRS that that made uh, maybe it was SEC. I forgot. It might have been more than one. Uh, but they but they basically made sort of an interpretation, their interpretation of the law. And then they provided guidelines on cryptocurrencies. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went and I read through a bunch of that. And now, mind you, it was they gave you they said one thing and then they gave you an example. And it, what they said didn't match the example. But mm-hmm. it, anyway, um, so it's it, and this is the thing. Um uh, Different lawyers will have different opinions on things. 
Yes, that is the point of law. It's just an opinion, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to the government, it's an opinion backed by a gun. Right. And so we don't know. You've got sort of three sets of lawyers. You've got the judge. Uh, presumably, he's a, he's got a law degree, but I technically don't know. Um, and you've got the prosecutor, who also presumably has a law degree, probably required. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got the defense, which I don't think you can avoid having a law degree when you, in the, at a federal court level. Uh, I think you're right. So this is really just going to come down to a question of whether or not the law will apply, The which is to say, does this uh, token pass the quote-unquote Howey test, I believe, is one of the yeah. tests yep. for whether or not if it passes this test, then it's a security, and if it, it doesn't it's, pass. It, it, that's the part that's not clear at all, mm-hmm. uh, because it doesn't, it doesn't match up perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's one of the tests it doesn't match up perfectly with. Um, that's because securities law wasn't designed to deal yeah. with cryptocurrencies. It, it, it basically, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't, fall, it doesn't let's see how do i say this it doesn't uh fall afoul of there of like any of this Mm -hmm. any of these tests because it it's just it's not it's 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 something different it's something unique it's something new um but basically i I think i like kind of want to talk about the business model um the business model is sort of the thing that is like the judges going on and thinking about you know whether or not it's a security and it's interesting because he assumes he was assuming sort of that like you at least even even if a business isn't making any money yet, you have some sort of business model. But that's actually not the case in the tech world. In the tech world, often the business models aren't figured out until you have a large user base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and I wish I was the lawyer because I would have uh, for the defense because I would have been like, well, hold on, judge. What you don't understand is that, yes, the company. Right. Um, it's only objective in the early stages of a startup is to in, in this type of startup. Um, is to generate users. We have a homeless shelter, like, like uh, 10 miles out of town. It used to be a formal jail. And then the, and then the homeless people do not want to go stay there. So we're going to build that so-called uh, gateway center. But it's going to be very well, um, how do you say, kind of like they have to have a purpose of why they're there. Hmm. So they have Sober, um, and so they're gonna have to have a. Does case it's manager. cold outside count as a purpose? <laughs> well, I think um, I've been talking to the the mayor's uh, liaisons, um, and then they're telling me that they have to be looking for a house. They have to be working with a social worker. That they have to be sober and clean, but they they'll all be uh, getting their own room, which. Which sounds good, and which that people will um, homeless people that want to get help will get help, and it sounds like it's going to be way better than um, what we got going now. You know, the jail with no washing machine, there's no washer and dryer hookup, um, there's no kitchen. This used to be a, a hospital, so it does have a cafeteria. You could cook meals. Even if it's beans and rice, it could be a hot Yeah, I don't meal. have any of that stuff e- either, and I pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.